Welcome to the Numbers Game. I'm Jason, and as always, joined by the wonderful Nick and Marty. How are we going, guys? Going well, Jace. Feeling prosperous, feeling buoyant, and uh, looking forward to another uh, exciting episode. I always get rolled up when Chief Riley's <laughs> got something for us. I know he, uh, oh, he, he has some fantastic it. stuff, so we're all a bit up and about. Chief, how are you? How are you going, oh, Nick? I'm, I'm going well. Yeah, going well. Just um, pushing through the uh, the new fin year and... I think the days are starting to get longer. Is that right? The days are getting longer. They feel uh, like it. Yeah, anyway. we're 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 past the shortest day back in you know late June. So yeah, they must be. They must be getting longer, yeah, Nico. I think so anyway. Yeah. So feeling good. Yeah, today we're just going to rip into the big corporates a little bit and stand up for the little guy, which we like to do. Um, so yeah, looking forward to getting into that. How are you going, Jace? Mate, really, really well, and I, I also concur with Marty. Anytime, uh, Nick, you bring something to us and say, guys, this is the one I'm rolling with, it's exciting, we're pumped, and and we love a bit of what, what Nick Riley brings to us. So uh, this episode, while we're talking about tearing down some big corporates, it's going to be brought to you by a small boutique advisory firm known as Future Advisory. Um, we're here for our small business clients, making sure we're paying the correct amount of tax possible and making sure there's wealth put back into our business owners' pockets in all the right ways. Um, So if you do need a hand with your small business, whether it be accounting, bookkeeping, tax compliance or advisory, you want to know how to get to that next stage, get in touch with futureadvisory.com.au. Nick Riley, take it away. Thank you, mate. Thanks. So um, I've been hearing a little bit about this from numerous commentators out there. but the, I guess the underlying theme is, is corporate greed and the, um, the level of corporate greed that is happening, maybe mainly at the top. And the, the three companies I've singled out today, or I'm going to single out, are Coles, Woolworths and Qantas. So household names for, for all of us, um, no doubt. At least um, 99% of us would, would visit one of these retailers um, or suppliers on a, on, a, on a weekly basis. So the theory is that um, the stock market is flying at the moment. The ASX is is nearing all times all time highs, and people look at that and they say, "Okay, well, cost of living's going up. Apparently, we're gonna we're about to have a recession. Um, stock market is flying, and companies are uh, announcing record profits in really tough times. So there's confusion. So what the commentary is um, starting to, well, you're starting to hear more and more commentary now is that is corporate greed playing a role and uh, big corporates using uh, inflation uh, as an excuse to increase their prices. And maybe they don't need to increase their prices at the rate that they are. And by corporates doing this, it, it, it has a negative impact on inflation. Um, you know, the RBA is really trying to, to pull inflation back and trying to stop household spending. But the reality is if you've got energy prices, which is completely out of um, a householder's control, um, you've got insurance prices, which is completely out of a householder's control, and then you've got the cost of goods, which it appears is also completely out of a householder's control. Um, So I just thought it was worth bringing it up today, and I'm going to give you some stats on revenues and exactly what is happening out there with some of these big groups. Um, and you know, get your guys' opinion on, do you think we're having the wool pulled over our eyes, basically? And some of the price increases that we're seeing, particularly in food stores, um, is, not, is not warranted. Um, anyone that's been flying lately will see the exorbitant 
gap now that's appearing between the likes of um, Virgin and Qantas. So we do a little bit of travel for work. And what I can tell you is that Qantas is all of a sudden 20 to 30% more expensive than Virgin. Has always been more expensive than um, Jetstar. Um, obviously, it's a different service, but Qantas and Virgin were pretty much on par. So we always flew Qantas in, in this business because the, the rewards program was great. The last six months, I haven't flown Qantas. It's been Virgin because there's legitimately a 20 to 30% gap. Now, now mind you, um, Virgin has also gone up um, because of cost pressures, but nowhere near to the level of Qantas. Qantas this year, Marty, if you're going to love this, Qantas this year, um, obviously it's not the end of 2023 yet, but are on track to uh, um, to announce a record profit of $2.48 billion. Now, their last record, believe it or not, in 2018 was $1.6 billion. So that's an $800 million increase, if I'm getting that right, it could be a little bit out, um, on their record profit in a time when there's cost of living pressures and people apparently um, really have no money. And you, you can talk about the increase. If you look at, if you were Google to this, Alan Joyce would be referring to the, uh, the increase in travel demand and whatnot. But um, when you look into it a little bit deeper, it's not just about that. Um, Qantas has actually sacked a lot of its staff and are now outsourcing a lot of their day-to-day operations and have actually created higher companies. Um, to reduce uh, wages paid and also reduce benefits they have to they have to pay, so they're charging more on their um, on their travel or on their flights. Fuel's gone down, their wage costs have gone down, it's the demand for travel has gone up. What do you think is going to happen? Record profits. Can I vent quickly? Go for it. So we flew to the sunny coast with Qantas the other week, and. I'd flown to Adelaide the week before and was given a roast, like a, a half a roast beef sandwich was the, the, the in-meal meal. Flights weren't cheap. And then I said, oh, okay, like I get it. This is a little, you know, with my ticket. Can I, can I see the menu to buy some food? No, you can't buy any food anymore. There's no food in economy. You can't buy anything. I said, okay. And my cousin said, all right, cool. Well, can I grab a beer? I, I want to buy a drink. No. You can't buy a beer, you can't buy a drink. We're not providing anything to economy anymore. And you could see up in business that they're being poured, their beers and their wines are being served, whatever. But all of the economy class, you had your little half roast beef sandwich and nothing else. Like you couldn't buy a single thing. So again, simplifying the thing. And this like this isn't Jetstar. This is Qantas meant to be the premium carrier. Then it got, then that's the Adelaide trip for a quick little one hour trip, a roast beef sandwich. This is what pissed me off. The two-hour trip to Sunny Coast was delayed to be right smack bang over lunchtime, so 1.30 to 2 o'clock, basically. They gave us a packet of, like, chocolate biscuits. Six little cookies inside a packet was our entire sustenance for two-and-a-half-hour trip from sitting on the tarmac to landing at, you know, in the Sunny Coast at uh, Maruchid or whatever it is. And again, you can't buy anything. You can't you can't opt to buy your own meal or sandwich. You can't get a extra, you know, drink. You know, if somebody wants a beer or wine, they can't have that. Like so, would that be because they need one less person on board serving, and they'd save that wage? Is that potentially? But 
and also like maybe the the person who has to stock up the plane when the plane comes in like oh yeah. we're out of pringles we're out of sandwiches we're out of this that whatever yeah, there's so... there's less complication less staff less resources less but then i'm going it's pretty crazy you know, isn't it Jeez. look i'd be interested look obviously the profits are up and and that means that you know for the 80% or the 90% of the plane, their economy that don't get to buy a beer or a glass of wine or whatever on, on the trip from there to there. Like, you know, are they making money on that? Are they losing? It's, I mean, obviously they're making, they're obviously smashing it and it's at the expense of people being able to enjoy their travel. Well, it's also at the expense of um, employees Jobs. and, you know, yeah. and the, the, this is what the unions are banging on are about. Like, like the, the service levels have, have dropped. If you have a baggage issue, a baggage issue in Qantas these days, good luck. And the whole reason is it's all it's all through hire companies now. On top of that, just a final vent. The bags also took half an hour to an hour to make it from the plane, which I could see on my AirTag was fifty meters away, but it mm. took nearly an hour to move it from the mm. the cart to the to the carrier to get the bag to come out. So, yeah, prices going up and and. Absolutely terrible service. I lost a bag from Sydney to Melbourne and got it back three days later. I could have driven to Sydney and picked it up. So you know, and this is this is Australia's brand, right? So so where I get annoyed about this is this is you talk want to talk talk about corporate responsibility and contributing to the the country and everything that's going on. You know, the only upside here is that you know, mum and dad shareholders within their super funds that own Qantas are you know making more money. That's great, but. This is Australia's brand. They've gotten rid of all of their, not all of their staff, but they've gotten rid of a lot of their staff to increase profits. Now, they've also increased their pricing. That has a negative impact on what the government's trying to do, or the RBA, sorry, is trying to do, which is reduce inflation. But they're not alone. So there's also food. So the interesting stat here is that our food consumption uh, is actually declining. So whilst we're spending more on food, our food consumption is actually down below where it was prior to pandemic levels, but oh, the wow. ma- money we're, the amount of money that we're spending on food has gone up. So some more stats for you here. So the Coles Coles Group's profit um, this year has gone up seventeen point one percent. Yeah, very good. But the thing is, their percent their sales have only gone up four point one percent. So their sales as a, as a whole have gone up four point one percent. And their net profit has gone up 17.1. So basically, more margin. Um, Woolworths, profit up 14%. Sales increase 4%. What does that tell you, Marty? More margin. So while everyone's struggling with inflation and struggling with the cost of living, um, the big corporates and the ones that probably have the most responsibility um, in this country, those three would be right up there, um, are getting record profits. So to me, it's corporate greed. Someone's going to be making money along the line somewhere. And I heard Mark Boris talk about this. Um, he was on a podcast and he was talking about how he's got a farm. Um, he has cattle on that farm and he was he bought some some cattle a year ago that he's now got to get rid of. And he's basically saying that the price of beef has decreased, which I believe it has. I read an article on that the other day. But you can't go to a supermarket and get a steak for what you could two years ago. It's gone, it's gone through the roof, whether you're eating um, at home or whether you're eating out. So Someone along the line is making money and there's some really good examples of where it's happening. And it's just a matter of, you know, big corporates being opportunic, opportunistic and using inflation as an excuse to increase uh, their prices. Um, so, yeah, both Qantas and Woolworths, um, their prices have increased faster than the rate of inflation or at a higher rate than the rate of inflation. So that only points to one thing. 
they're being opportunistic mm. and um, it's the it's the end consumer that's struggling. And then it makes it even harder for the RBA to drop the interest rates because inflation yeah. isn't necessarily being caused by our consumption. If we have we have pulled back. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see, you know, just on what you said about the beef price, it's down 20% since its peak of January 2022. I'd be very interested in Coles and Woolworths beef price January 2022 versus now and whether they've just clipped that 20% margin straight into their own profits, which again, by the sounds of this article pointing towards big businesses, you know, not passing on to the ordinary worker or the ordinary person, the, the, the basically the same or the benefits that they're getting at big business land. Um, you know, it feels, it feels wrong. It feels morally and ethically just wrong that in a time like this, where we're, you know, I think Combank in that article said we're a 50, 50 chance of going into recession. Surely, you know, those those companies at that upper end that may feel that they're underpinning the country and the economy and holding us up, but at the same time doing so much damage to the everyday family by not doing the right thing. And I've never looked at Coles or Woolworths financials, but I'm going to assume the biggest levers they've got for margin, number one is sales, price, and number two is wages. I assume that's the biggest expense line um, outside of cost of goods. So to me, that says, well, they've probably increased their sale prices and reduced their costs in labour. Like, how else do you get margins, like a margin differential by that? You know, you know better than I would, Jace, but how do you get 4% increase in sales and 17% increase in margin? It's got to be wage because the fact is that they're paying, they're paying less for their beef by the sounds of what you've just said. Yep. So yep. that means they're probably screwing farmers more. Um, they've probably they've obviously put in a lot of self serve, um, self serve counters, whatever you call those things. Now I know that that's been something that's um, been around for a while, but that's obviously reduced their labour costs considerably. I would have thought on the surface in comparison yeah. to what they're selling. Yeah, I think as well the the further push for self service checkouts too, they're everywhere now. Like almost everywhere is self service checkout. That's been rolled out over the last five, six, seven years, and so on and so forth. But there seems to be less and less staff. The shelves are more and more dishevelled. Um, so once once again, the increase in prices. Decrease in staff, they're the two biggest levers and I think you could work, walk through most Coles and Woolworths and go, there's less staff, more people and things are the same price as they were, if not more. Maybe we can turn this around a little bit, gents, in regards to our listeners because if they're charging these absorbent prices, these major chains, generally they've got buying power so they are getting, you know, they are getting produce and product for less but maybe this brings the smaller business back into play because they may be paying more initially for their produce and their prices you know, have been a little bit more higher. But maybe with this escalation in these major chains, we should be looking at farmers' markets and it's changing mm. habits, but you know, what's, what's this Bonza airline bringing out? You know, if they can have a quality of service at 30%, 40% less on pricing, that we... Uh, we change the course of, of habits as consumers and really support small business. And I, I think you've got to weigh it up, but there might be an opportunity to be able to do that rather than just be lazy about it. Maybe we can play some part in it in some way. Cause, mm. um, but that's the only thing I think because that is gouging. And like I said, they've got buying power, so it's um, the major chains. So maybe we have to work out where we want to spend and you can punish them as well as support small business out there. And I think 
suggesting yeah. a movement, a, a movement led well, by Marty Vitakovic. I'm just suggesting movement <laughs> in the in the in the right direction because uh, again, these this is being taken advantage of. So again, the only thing we can do as consumers is alter our behaviour to punish that. And we just have to work. I mean, that's why the major four banks dominated for so long and now there's over 40 lenders to choose from, right? So even in our industry, that that pressure in pricing and competition made a difference and kept the major banks accountable. So mm. everything became you know, more beneficial across the board because of that. Now, maybe we, you know, we, we treat that same scenario out there in regards to getting out to the farmers' markets in the beautiful Yarra Valley. Very cold this time of year, yeah. but uh, supporting the local community and various other areas as well. So, yeah, I know it's in, sometimes inconvenient, but there are ways. The local butchers, you know, they would be struggling in regards to expenses going up. Uh, beef is cheaper. Maybe they're selling at a healthy rate instead of an absorbent mm -hmm. rate, and that makes a difference to their families and their communities. So, again, getting back to grassroots business, uh, maybe it's the time and then you're not overspending and inflation gets back in control in the right way. I like it. Vote, yeah. vote with your feet. It's all we can do. Well, this weekend, uh, beyond sharing and liking your most recent favourite numbers game episode, get out to those farmers' markets, support local, and even if the small business owner down the road is charging the same for the beef that Coles or Woolies is, at least you know that money's going to a small business owner and their family to help support and put some money back in our economy. Uh, meanwhile, those big businesses that Nick mentioned and a few others that aren't putting the money back in the ordinary worker's pocket. So that's what we stand for, the ordinary person here at the numbers game. Until next time, game over. Thank you.